It's on the outskirts of Albusif for the first time since this operation started. Four days that I see a civilian. Ali Yunus Sultan Ali is a shepherd. Some of his flock were lost to mortars. How, how has it been for you over the, the last few days? They continue to attack this area. We have been sitting in our homes for three days. We have been unable to go out because of the attacks and mortars. Only today we went out. All the people have left this area one after another and have gone to the west of Mosul. Yesterday my family also left and it's just me who has stayed here. I stayed because the bridge is blocked and I couldn't cross it with my sheep. The workhorse of this operation is the Humvee, the armoured Humvee. It's a great vehicle for getting over terrain like this which is open desert. As a result, the Iraqi forces have been moving very fast, but where they're going to find it difficult is when they get to West Mosul. The city is very narrow streets, it's very densely populated. These vehicles won't be able to move around there. That means these troops won't have much protection as they do now. But of course, it isn't just the security services that need protection. It's hell for civilians. They're living under siege. The price of flour and fuel have soared. And as in East Mosul, IS are hiding behind them. One order, and I've already seen this in retaken villages, is that people allow IS to knock holes in the walls of their homes so that they can move around without being spotted. If families don't comply, they'll be killed. On social media, one Muslawi said, families in Mosul choose between starvation and execution. Sniper has spotted some IS fighters just on the horizon, less than a kilometer, less than a kilometer away. It's the third or fourth shot he's taken. He knows they're IS because the IS flag is flying above the factory that the men are hiding in. There's still a lot of land to be cleared around this area. Sitting on top of the sniper's nest, you get a good idea of what the plan of attack might be against Mosul because it's quite a clear day and we can see the south of the city, the east and the west and it seems that mostly these forces will push in from the south, federal police and counter-terrorism forces and but at the west at the moment Shia militia are trying to cut off any exit uh, that Islamic State fighters may have if they attempt to make it towards Syria and towards the Islamic State's other capital, Raqqa. Iraq security forces have got off to a flying start, but out here in the desert they have the advantage of speed and armour. When they get inside the west of the city, it will be much more complicated, and once again, trapped between IS and government forces will be hundreds of thousands of Iraqi civilians. Our Middle East correspondent Quentin Somerville reporting. Well, while the Iraqi army is keen to show the world it's making progress in the battle against IS, there are still serious battles against the group in Syria to come after Mosul, Raqqa, where the group has its headquarters. The city is continuing to be bombarded from the air and there is news today on the town of Al-Bab, west of Raqqa, which has been in the hands of IS. There's been fierce fighting there for several months. Today, Turkish-backed Syrian rebel fighters have reached the city and IS are said to have retreated. So for an assessment of the state of play now in Iraq and Syria, I turn to Kamal Alam, who is a fellow at the Royal United Services Institute. He's also a Syrian military analyst advising the British Army on Syrian affairs. On Mosul first, a slow battle, but one that's progressing. 
Yes, it's uh, it's been a very difficult military procedure, primarily because ISIS are holding the whole city hostage. There are, you know, tens of thousands of civilians trapped. Some have been allowed to flee, and they've been trying to avoid collateral damage. But I think also the main talking point has been the struggle for who takes Mosul. That, as you know, the Turkish uh, government w- wanted to be part of the operations. Iraq wasn't happy about that. And of course, you have the Kurdish forces, which are probably the strongest. There's tussle between the Kurdish forces and the militias, which are aligned with the Iraqi army. There is a sense that the Iraqi army is not a national army. It's under control of Iran. So there's a confusing picture there. Uh, and I think with the handover of the administration also in America, I think the Trump administration has some new ideas and they've already put more U.S. special forces and advisors on the front line. Let's talk about the those who are fleeing because it's not just civilians. There are also IS fighters who...